obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast. I, I Safety's know. always clicked off, man. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Welcome to the wrong kind of podcast. That's Yancey over there that was talking. Ahoy. Derek's to his left and across Hello. the room is Robert Box. Hello, everyone. The uh, brewmaster of Southeast Kansas. He has brought, yes, that's, that's a, beer that mm, we're drinking. That's a hell of a title. He has. Well, uh, I, just for... I knew not he was going to get, correct me. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm actually not the brewmaster. <laughs> I knew he was. Go, who just is the brewmaster? Uh, so it. Tim Hardy is the brewmaster. So oh, I yeah. just... I knew he was going to do that. Yeah. So, I, well, it's a, it would be an undeserved title on my part. So Well, I don't see Tim Hardy's ass in here. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we're drinking, uh, what did you just call it? Indie Light? Indie Light. So that's the, the newest one that's going to be in stores probably within, I think, by the end of October. And I'm not nice. saying this to kiss your ass or anything. I mean, you are an attractive man, but this is good beer. <laughs> It, is it really good. is good beer. It's yeah. way better than that Yingling shit. I mean, you can keep saying that. Hey, where's your bell? Where's the... Those headphones, I'm not going to I wasn't lie, ready boys. for that. They're a little strange. <laughs> They're kind of goofy, huh? They look like Princess yeah. Leia. Mar- <laughs> Marvin the Martian type Gosh, stuff over here. That's funny. I wasn't prepared for, new... prepared for that. I was bringing that on a regular podcast tonight. But... Well, we went up there to uh, Independence right down the road from uh, Andy Brew Works, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I got that right. And... Uh, Went to Mr. Reed's uh, workshop and bought them headphones. Those are about as local as I can get. Yeah. Yeah. I like to buy local. Plus, he's got my daughter's guitars. I didn't want to piss him off. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yancey and I look very unlocal when we wear them. <laughs> we do. <laughs> you know, your head looks a little bit like your shirt. Check his shirt, shirt out. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's oh. no coincidence. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at that sexy logo yeah, on that shirt. Oh, man. That is. Some very talented guy. If you ever need any logo work, my man uh, Square Splinter over there hook you up. Yeah. I'm just well, looking. Yeah, I'm looking for shit could. to do. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, all about the. Uh, <laughs> Said I'm looking graphics. for shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's all about the graphics. He's real good at it. No, I actually do. Like out of all <laughs> really the de- all the design stuff that I've done, making logos and stuff is, is definitely my favorite. I like doing that the most. He likes beer. I like. I'll try to. I usually start with like a basic idea of something yep, that I want, and then I'll I'll send it off to a professional. Which pencil pencil it or copy some other stuff like you know like cut up magazines and. Put stuff together like you used to do. Like a ransom. People be surprised. (laughs) Yeah. I've been doing this a long time around here, Coffeeville Independence area. How many business logos I've probably made that people didn't realize it was for me Mm. 15 years ago. Wow. Quite the flex there. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yes. That's good work. I mean, I'm swimming in money because of it. So enough about Derek and all his (laughs) (laughs) man. Cut that shit off. So we got uh, Robert in here today, and uh, you're the Renaissance man. You uh, put out fires, you whip people's asses, and you drink beer. Uh, uh, America. I'm more successful on some of that than other things, but yes. Was either one of you with me at the fighting deal? No, No, I didn't get to go that night. Who the hell was with me? Your wife came. Yeah, my wife was there. Pretty sure your wife was there, yeah. I must be thinking of Randy and Leslie. They were the other couple there. Yes. Yeah. There was quite the, uh, it was quite the uh, star-studded event. It had all the dignitaries there, the local news folks, and all the politicians. Oh, were, were you the one that did the fighting? Yeah, I've done it twice. Yeah, oh, made, I didn't realize. You laid the smackdown yeah. on some candy ass, man. <laughs> yeah. Stomp a mud hole in it. So the, the first year I did it, I, so when I, so I got the job at the fire department in 18, Right, and I'm not from Coffeeville. I'm from Texas originally. We can tell. In my, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's because I have all my <laughs> teeth. Like, yeah. Oh, oh no. yeah. <laughs> good one. Yeah. So I've been around here long enough. Yeah. So my brother-in-law Shit. works at the fire department. Yeah. And he, we moved up here, and he goes, "Hey, we've got a opening. You should apply." Just because I, 
you know, we were trying to open the brewery, but I need a job. So, and, uh, and I will say I love working at the fire department too. I really enjoy it. I I enjoy the group I work with. I'm very thankful for my job, but I didn't grow up wanting to be a fireman. Like, cause some of those guys, they want it like from the second they got out of high school, they knew that's what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I didn't start till I was 31 doing it. Um, but so when I got hired, they're a little rough, you know, they're, they're, they want to know they can, this is the, I think it's an excuse to bully people, but it's more of like, <laughs> they're like, we want to know that you're Hazy. mentally tough. Yeah. Not hate, and they don't haze you, but they're, you know, they, they don't like include you in jokes for a little while until they get used New to yours, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just like typical anything, but they'll, um, like they want you to kind of prove yourself as far as like, is this guy going to be, yeah. is he going to handle it whenever we get in a stressful situation? Yeah. And that's the, to the extent. So, and they can depend on you. Yeah. And you're not going to freak out or something, mm-hmm. you know? So I, uh, so I started the fire department and we actually, when I started, we didn't have a fire at all for like four months. Dang. So there was like a dry spell of like, they're like, well, I don't know how he's going to do. Cause we didn't have anything <laughs> to do. So whenever I started, I went to the EMT class and I actually went to class with uh, our newest tires named Spencer. He was in my EMT class with me. And he goes, hey, I just signed up for these uh, fights in Tulsa. And I'd never heard of them. Well, I boxed for, ten, gosh, I started when I was 20. So I did it from time like I was 20 till 30 and I moved here. Mm. And Well, with a name like that, I mean, you have to, Mr. Right? Bog, yeah. 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 And, uh, and so and then I did a kickboxing for just as long and i did about three three years on and off of jujitsu not great at it but i understand the basics and could you show some moves on yancey i could yeah as long as it's just me choking choking him well you know i'm glad you picked yancey for once yeah (laughs) well later on it was gonna be you okay (laughs) so i think when i when i do it and i go oh i was like i like because i like i really do enjoy it like it's fun to me people yeah Yeah. and it's like and i could we could talk for an hour on my thoughts on it and why okay. it's good for yeah. you yeah. i pictured and, it in my head a lot during the day beating the hell out of people somebody <laughs> particular people i'm yeah. sure yeah. and but like to me it's like such a great like uh and it's not even i know everybody's like you know you should take martial arts to learn self-discipline like i can get to work on time just fine on my own <laughs> but i love it because it really makes you understand that you like you as a human you're not made out of glass so you can you can and you can put yourself in uncomfortable situations of like I've got a guy squishing me right now, but I don't have to panic and I can think while I'm uncomfortable. And it's I think it's great for kids for things like that where they're physically uncomfortable right. in a situation. You like to beat up small children? Yes, I try to. Well, my kid, right, cool. my son, my son's six. Yeah. He is a hundred percent sure he can take me in a fight. I know yes. a kid from Missouri that would probably just walk right here in the middle of the room and tell you to go. Yeah. yeah, I know the one you're talking about. You want to wrestle and lose? That's what he would ask. Walked yeah. right into a room of thirty people and said that. Well, That's, and it's a it's a solo sport too. So is. you know you oh. have nobody to blame or depend on but yourself. But yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's like exactly. ten, it's funny because like I think tennis is a really mentally challenging sport because mm-hmm. you hey, can't blame anybody. That's but funny. You. That's funny you mentioned. He's such a hell a thing. of a tennis player. Yeah, He's but the it's Arthur like, Ashe of the area. You know, I've never. I've never compared tennis with jujitsu, but I will from now on. Yeah, yeah. you can because it's like it's just you. If you mess Shit, up, that's on you. Yeah. So that's I was funny. like, well, I'll sign up. I was like, I'll sign up for these fights. It'll give me some street cred with the guys. Oh yeah. Mm. So I, you know, I told him I was like, I actually like waited. I signed it, called the guy, and he goes, well, you can come do a tryout in February because he didn't know me, and I ended up going up there in, in or to Tulsa in January, and I met him. And we had lunch together, and he goes, yeah, come February, you can come try out. And I told some of the guys I was doing it, and then they would, like, start helping me uh, 
work out and do other mm-hmm. stuff. So they were like, oh, he actually, he's not just some jabroni off the street. That's like, <laughs> he, actually know how to box. He could hit us. Yeah. 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 So then I, so I signed up for it, went into the tryout. This is like 19 or like, it's either 19, or I guess it was 20 by the time I actually could do it. And, uh, I did, you know, did good at the tryout and they were like, yeah, we got a spot for you. They had a fight booked for me and then COVID hit and it got canceled. And I remember calling the guy and being like, because they had just canceled the NCAA basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. And I remember everybody was like, that was like a wake up moment. That was the first right. thing I remember getting like actually affected by COVID in the States. Mm-hmm. And so I called the guy, I goes, this, do you know how this is going to affect the fights? And he goes, I have no clue because we don't know. So they got, fights got canceled. Then the next year they didn't even try to put it on. They just, because they weren't having big events in right. Tulsa at the yep. arena. And so the next year, they announced they were going to do it, sent, you know, sent the guy an email and he goes, he goes, you don't have to try out again. You can just come do it. Well, I had to do it though. Cause mm-hmm. I couldn't tell all these guys I worked with for two years. So I was like, yeah, I was definitely going to go get in front of, cause it's like thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, there's yeah. like 6,000 people or 8,000 people last year. They the broke the record last BOK year. BOK center was about half full, I'd say. Oh, and wow. it's, and it's like, it's very, it's a big I, deal. I, and I like it for me. And I told my wife and I'll, I'll tell about this year's too, but I go, I like it because I want to be the person that that doesn't affect me. Like I can, I can handle this without getting nervous. I can handle it. I can, I can feel like a person that like, cause I'm, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a guy that lives in Coffeeville like everybody else. So when you get these kind of chances to have like a moment where you're the, the person, or you feel like you're representing your people or you're mm. the one that's the center of attention, I want it to be the one that like, like I got it, you know, like you don't have to worry about me. I've got this. So I go, so that was a big like, so I, I told them I was going to do that. So I have to do it now. I can't, cause I could have easily been like, Oh, that was two years ago. I got canceled. Mm-hmm. My should have, would have, could have. Yeah. yeah. So I called the guy and I said, Hey, I don't know if this other guy's fighting, but I'd like to fight him if he's available. Cause he'd won three in a row, but he was like, you can tell this guy was a, um, and very nice guy too, but you could tell he, I think he just shows up to, and this is the other thing is about it is that it's kind of morphed from being like, Hey, I hate Jimmy at the police department. Jimmy <laughs> hates me. We should fight mm-hmm. and, and do it for money. Yeah. And then it turns into, we are like, well, we found uh, you know, so-and-so, you know, he was a pro fighter for nine years. He's been a firefighter for six months. So he's going to do this event now. Like it's oh, like God. the level of yeah. oh, people competing. Got ringers in now, huh? Yeah. Well, they've jumped up quite a bit all yeah. like on both sides. And so, uh, so I got to fight the guy I wanted to fight and I won in the first round and it was, I said the, like the mood at like walking back up in the stands. Cause I, cause we had half two thirds of the department came that could come cause the third had to stay and work. And the third that worked, watched it on the, you could stream it on the TV. Yeah. So I still have the clip of them. Wa- like them watching it was more entertaining than the actual fight. That's awesome. From listening yeah, to them awesome. like explode dispatch had to be, there was no way dispatch could hear anything for six <laughs> minutes because the dispatch is right below our yeah. living quarters. And, uh, That's awesome. so, but it was, yeah, I mean, it was a, like excited. My mom and my mom was there. And so it's neat to, I go another, when I did my first boxing match, I got TKO'd in the third round by it. And I was like out of shape. I was like 20 and my dad came and watched and I go, if you want a humbling experience, get your ass kicked in front of your dad. Oh. <laughs> and like where you have to like shake the guy's hand, like, thank you for kicking my ass in right. front of my dad. Mm-hmm. Like that'll uh, be a great so. motivator for you to realize the amount of effort you have to put into something. So last year I did it and I think I got like, an, which I could talk about that for an hour, but I got in my own head about it quite a bit more this year and, First two rounds did good, and that third round I got caught and uh, 
I broke my nose and it was like, I was walking, which I don't normally walk forward. I normally fight going backwards and I walked forward the whole fight and, uh, yeah, but you was winning, man. Yeah. And I, and even then I knew I was like, I was still trying to finish the fight there at the third quarter and I was tired, but I wasn't like exhausted and, but got caught and it was like, just the sound got turned off. You know what I mean? And it was wavy. And I remember like whipping my head down and being like, oh, gosh. And I looked down at my arm, and I just slung blood from my nose on my arm. It was impressive. It was. Oh, I've got a picture. I'll have to Jeez. show you. But it's he like. Was, so I was there. He was doing fine, man. He was winning on the card. We all thought he was winning on the card. And I didn't know he was experiencing all the things he was experiencing inside of his head. He did spring quite the leak from his nose. <laughs> but you weren't on the ground. It looked to me I, like you could still go. I and that's. I wish I'd have just backpedaled until I could have regained myself. But. As soon as I did that, and I was woozy, and so I grabbed him, thinking I maybe I can just hold on till my legs come back, mm-hmm. and it my legs didn't come back in time because then I he just shook me down like a little kid, and then I couldn't. By the time I knew where I was at, what I was doing, he was just on top of me, punching me in the head, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't. They st- and it was funny because the ref came and stopped the fight, and then afterwards he goes, "Man, I'm sorry. I know you didn't want that fight. Probably stopped like that." I was like, "Before he killed me, right. I was like, I'm doing yeah. this for free, yeah. bouncing you know? my head off yeah, the mat." Yeah, exactly. I, just whack, whack, whack. I noticed they did stop the fights way in advance because you guys are just doing this for free. Right. Yeah. I, so then I went back to yeah. work uh, two days later, and then we had a house fire two days later. So mm. I had to put my mask on oh, and my gear on with a broken nose. And then we went and put out the, you know, like I was the, in the front door with it still with my two black eyes. And I've never had a job. I didn't show up with the black eye it's everywhere. If it was an office job, if it was a whatever. And I just told him, I was like, heads up, I'm going to have a black eye at least once <laughs> yeah. on accident or mouthing off to my wife. One of the two. Major. Right. Catch an elbow. It's a good time. It's a good time. So tell us about this beer here. How'd you come up with this flavor? How's that work? We, uh, a lot of the, like all the recipe formations from Tim and I'll give them suggestions or say, can you make this? Or, you know, sometimes I'll like, we had a, there's a a local farm outside of town called, uh, I think it's buns, like B U N N buns farm family farm. Yeah. And so they do local produce, but we buy jalapenos from them every year when they're in Mm -hmm. season. So we're going to do jalapeno beer sometime next month. So that'll be something where I'll be like, Hey Tim, I've like, we've got something. Can you make something with it? You know, we've got, uh, blueberries from wherever we've got, like, we're going to have a blackberry beer in the next Hmm. three weeks probably. And we'll have a jalapeno beer. So sometimes it's just from what we have available. We do coffee beers with the, the high roads roasters. We might do it with coffee Will coffee company pretty soon. Because we've talked to them about doing a coffee beer or two. I got to try that jalapeno one. Yeah, and I'm surprised at how well that sells around here. Because when we were in Texas, there's a bunch more of it. Which Mm -hmm. makes sense to me because the food tends to be spicier Mm -hmm. there. Um, And there's a lot more Mm -hmm. Tex-Mex where we were from specifically. So I didn't know how the jalapeno beer would sell. But they sell like crazy. Like all the spice, the uh, green chili beer and the jalapeno Mm -hmm. beers. But (laughs) this one we just told him basically like, Hey, we need something that we can, cause we were selling the Irish red on shelves too, which we're going to rebrand that at some point. So if you guys have a good uh, nickname for it, let me know. But we, uh, we sure thought we, we need to have something that's a lower ABV. <laughs> so, so what is this alcohol? Uh, 4.2, I believe. It's not bad. Yeah. So we just said, do you have something, can you, can you make us a version of a light beer that's not a lager? Cause a lager takes four to six weeks to make. And this takes us about two. 
Um, so this is actually like a like a version of a blonde ale that he changed the recipe on. Two weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. To make this. Yeah, it's a day of day of brewing, and then it's got to sit for two weeks with yeast, mm-hmm. and then you pull the yeast out, and then it's got to carbonate overnight in a different tank. So each one of those steps is a different tank. You do all that right there in the right in house, right in those yeah. tanks that you see in the in the place itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every it, bit of beer, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we buy some like wine, like we'll buy some wine and seltzers and stuff for people because I I don't want you to not come because your friend or your wife or somebody doesn't drink beer, you know, mm-hmm. and. But yeah, all the like it's it's if you walk in the back, there's stacks of grain, and we have a mill to mill up the grain, and in the fridge we have yeast and hops, and then he has everything's in the you know two of the two of the three tanks are full right now with beer that's act like actively got yeast in it that's yeah. eating the sugars and turning it into alcohol, and then we put it in cans. That's, that's really cool. cool. We need to come up here and check it out. I mean, I've been yeah. there, not you guys. I yeah, have, <laughs> you know, I, haven't, I have not. I haven't got the exclusive. Yeah. Well, no, you cool let me know. I'll let you. I'll give you a tour. Awesome. You got to get punched in the nose. I heard. Right. So, well, you know, that's a. I'm willing to take that. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. For a, for a ticket back there. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'll go solo on that because I ain't doing that. <laughs> you can watch from the other side. Of the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, or he can just get hit twice. There you go. I'm not willing uh, to take one ooh, for the Derek. Old one, no, two. <laughs> the old the old one two. The old one two. Yeah. Knuckle yeah. shuffle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Them headphones are really strange looking. Oh my god! <laughs> Never gonna let down the the protruding ear. These buds. look like the headphones I had when I was like in junior high. When those big, this was pre uh, earbud style headphones. Yeah, I had. I remember I had the huge. That's coming back. I know, but I got teased for it nonstop. And I mean, nobody's gonna tease you here. Yeah, no, not yeah, for that match. I know. Yeah. Well, that was before I I beat up a cop. It's true. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know. did beat a cop up. I saw it. <laughs> uh. What else? What do you guys want to talk about? I haven't done that. I haven't done that. It's been a while since I beat up a cop. Really? <laughs> yeah. At least a year or two. Facts with Derek. I thought she was, <laughs> thought she no. was going to tell a story, like no. one of your death stories. I don't have something. any any stories like that. The last time I had a run in with a police officer, I was very uh, I was very aggravated at the at the officer for pulling me over in a You'll construction zone. Well, I... He pulled me over in a construction zone, and it was. 12, 11.30 at night, there was clearly nobody working there. They shake you down? No, but I, I, down. he knew I was clearly aggravated, uh, so he gave me a ticket. And I took the ticket and I threw it at him. That's oh. right. And drove off. And, For best results. Yeah. I already had the ticket, so what was he going to do? Give me another one? He didn't, thankfully. He didn't literally. give you a littering <laughs> ticket? Yeah, no. But I did, I did literally wad it up and throw it at him. He goes, have a safe night. And I said, no, you have a safe night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just for the record, I would not advocate for fighting a cop outside yeah. of a cage. Oh, God. Disclaimer. The last yes. thing I wanted is to get tased. All yeah, the I'm opinions not... of the wrong kind of podcast are not shared by Mr. Box <laughs> or Prince Brewer. I'm, uh, I'm not into getting tased. Yeah. I'll say that. Don't tase me, bro. Yeah, don't tase me. I don't want to. Have wanna... you been tased? No, I don't intend to. I know, really? I know the cops need to get tased. I didn't know if uh, firemen get tased. Or... Do firemen have to do like the Rocky Balboa where you get like sprayed with a fire hose or anything? No, we don't. We did do our, we did do our hiring. Rocky ring. Balboa. That was Rambo. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where they douse them down. Yeah. Uh, no. And actually like even when I got, when I started, like the hazing was very mild. Like they, uh, my first day they go, Hey, at three o'clock we have to stir the, uh, the water in the tank at the fire. Truck. <laughs> uh, have you heard of this? No. no. I and I go, and it so sounds and like a good start. And I'm usually like, sometimes I'm overly analytical about certain yeah. things. And so, uh, so I so immediately go, why? 
And I go, and he's like, uh, and he like paused. And this was my mistake. I go, oh, does it like have sediment in it? And you got to stir it up to make sure the sediment doesn't settle to the yeah, bottom or whatever. It. You're goes, giving yeah, him reasons. Actually. And so then you, you know, you, you get up there with a the stick and you start stirring it and you're like, how much do you have to stir this? And you look down and they all have water cans and it's, you get hit. Uh, and that's, or they're like, oh, what's the weather look like? Or they, it's actually, it's pretty impressive. The creativity that happens sometimes with how you get doused with water your first year. After yeah. your first year, I haven't been doused one time but that first year it was every shift of like you got you got hit with something you know what i mean yeah of of like the you know you're like hey will you go check that that you know that knob or something right there on the truck and you walk over well they've crawled up army crawled up the side of the truck and they hit you with the Nice. I'm probably giving away trade sick secrets here i'm gonna get in yeah, trouble for probably uh, i worked on the old here. construction crew we had similar things when it's like 110 outside, and you go to the only porta potty on the side of the road. It's like 140 inside mm-hmm. there, mm. and the new guys would get a giant tub of ice water dumped in the top of the vent of the porta potty when Oof. you're in there, like sweating. That will wake your. I ass thought up. they were going to yeah. like push it over or something. Nah, it awful. Would it come back underneath of you? What? Like a ice cold bidet? No, it has no. like <laughs> the, it has like the air vents all around uh, the side. Okay, right. kind of like. Chuck it uh, at those vents. And I thought go they in. was pouring ice water down the tube in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be bad. God, cold. bubbling up ice oh. shit. Oh, the old cold brown <laughs> ice yeah. shit. <laughs> that would be a fantastic time, wouldn't it? To, no. no, I don't think no, so. That's not what happened. Just the ice water in the top, and literally almost give you a heart attack because you're sweating in there doing your business. Yeah, <laughs> and then they just douse you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Down the tell, tell the story about the drag strip porta potty. Oh God! So Race anyway. and stripes were left. Well, <laughs> yeah, there was a burnout for sure. <laughs> uh, so we were at St. Louis. Me, my stepfather, and uh, Bobby, the guy I got the uh, classic stereo from over there. Uh, and my stepdad says, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom." So I make fun of him, you know, about all the blue water and the whole thing, and. Yeah. He goes over there and does that. Well, 30 minutes later, you know, after I've made fun of him, I'm like, so uh, where was go. that uh, bathroom? Oh, yeah. blue water. It's like 110 degrees in that son of a bitch, man. And I and it's right on the staging lane. When I come out oh, of it, man. I'm sweating. I'm like 350 pounds. Yeah. I barely fit in the thing, and the whole damn place is staring at me. It looked like Sasquatch coming out of there. It was... <laughs> It was not a good time. Just stepping out of your sausage casing. It was. I, I, so I, tight. I was like, I opened the door, just like, woo. Oh, you know, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go in there. They were back there by the staging lane, so yeah. everybody saw you. Everybody saw out. me come out of there it's wearing awesome. my stupid ass hat that I'd wear to races, you know, <laughs> look like Uncle Buck or is some shit. There, there, yeah, there it is right there. Where is it? It's somewhere up in there. It used to be right there behind. Yeah, I don't know where it's at now. People had you on a timer. See how long you're in there. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was this terrible. Guy. Sweating, sweating. Yeah. yeah, man. And you're in there. It's not just comfortable. Imagining all the people that were in there prior to you. Oh yeah. Aww. Well, you can see what they left. Yeah. Little, little Their soul gift. is still in there. A little gift. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we've destroyed your episode. <laughs> <laughs> so what else we got going on at Indie Brew Works besides new light beer? Um, the beers, the uh, the cans are the big thing. Um. That's cool. We, uh, I know we're catering an event across the street at the patio, patio 210 and in independence. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, we're catering. There's a concert. There's a, it's a bike race. There's like a, okay. like a mountain bike race 
That's mm. at the it's I'm definitely the not first in that. of October. <laughs> I'm not either, but I will help with the beer. I think um, my daughter's singing national anthem with that or something. I don't know. Yeah, so the that's on a Sunday, I do think is the actual race. Next time you open that? And then uh Saturday we're catering with the band. There's a live band, so that's going on. Um we have music bingo every Wednesday. That's every single Wednesday, no <laughs> what matter is, what. Uh, what's music bingo? It's like a regular bingo, but instead of doing, like I give you a card and we have different categories. So we might do seventies or we might do uh, like nineties hip. We have like nineties hip hop or nineties country Ooh, or like cool. the, uh, we do one that's like every song has a, a name in it. Every song has an animal in it. Every, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I did one for Valentine's and it was every song had the word love in it. Well, oh. I, that is incredibly difficult. It really? was like the hardest playlist to win because you're like, there's no, there's, you just had to know the song, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but, uh, I play like a minute of song and then you just dob it. And then if it's a dollar to play and then the winner gets the pot as a gift card. So you're yeah. a, your trivia thing up there is a big deal too, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, um, so we started it right when we opened and the first, you know, like the first week we had it, we had like eight people. The next week we had 15. Well, it built up to, we had like standing room only in it. Like, I mean, like 50 people every week. That's and, cool. um, we COVID hit and it shut, we had to shut down forever. And then we, uh, or felt like, I, you know, we only shut down for like six weeks to people. But the, the thing I have, you have a hard time explaining to people is that I had customers that I, that came in every Friday I'm like every Friday, the first four months we were open and COVID hit and I have not seen them since. Really? And, I, and I know they're still in town. I've seen them at Walmart. Broke the streak. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's, it's hard cause you just get out of, you know, the habit of going yep. to eat somewhere, going to drink somewhere, do whatever that you, that was your thing. And yeah. then you skip two or three times and then you're like, Oh, well now we've been going it, to this place every week. But it, hey, ha- yeah. it happened here too. Our numbers crashed during COVID, I guess, cause nobody was at work and yeah. you know, we've just now started getting them back. It completely changed people's routines in a lot oh, of ways. Yeah. It yeah. sure did. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure. So we got, uh, we started to back up and at one, one week we had three people come. So I was like, we got, this is just, we're just spending money on this trivia and me sitting yeah. up here to, for two people. So we, we stopped it for about six months and said like, let's give a little bit. And then I'm like, let's start it, you know, refresh it, start it back up, re-advertise it. Um, so now we're between, there's probably between 20 to 40 people every week. Like every, I mean, just, but it's consistent every week, at mm-hmm. least that much. What day is this on? Thursday, every, every Thursday, Thursday at seven. And uh, I feel when, like I could tear up some trivia. When I hear this, I instantly think of the uh, Office episode where they all went to the, uh, not that you have a gay bar, but they went to a gay <laughs> Everybody bar. Everybody is very And uh, they uh, did trivia. I think that maybe we could uh, yeah. do that. We ought to make the trek up there some uh, I Thursday will, night at 7. I will tell you there's a trick to it. So if you haven't played, I'll give you a heads up. More trade like, secrets. You, you yeah. do better the second time you play because you understand the format. But there's seven, seven, ten question rounds. So seventy, there's seventy total questions, and then there's one final, like final Jeopardy question. Mm-hmm. But you can only bet twenty points. So if you're not within forty at the end, you have no chance to okay. win because the other person's made more than you can catch up on. But you get to do a double point round. And you get to pick, you have to pick that before you start though. So if like the first category is always random questions and I, like some weeks you're like, man, I know nine out of 10 of those easy. <laughs> and then the next week you're like, I know two out of 10 of those. Cause it'll be like this prime minister of this, of what African oh, nation was elected yeah. on. And I'm like, 
<laughs> like I yeah. have no clue. I don't, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. but then you'll get some that'll be like a sports category or it'll be like a TV shows or movies. And like, there's, they almost give you too much hint yeah. on it. Cause it'll be like, oh, like it's... name this, you know, this show where you'd clask a beer and everyone knows your name. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay. Like you gave me like six hints in the question. You right. Know? Right. Um, but the, the trick, I, the trick is you have to do your double point round on the right round that week to have any chance to win so you do know the categories going in almost like jeopardy yep. so yeah you, it's up there on the board okay yeah. I got you. And are these teams that you're doing or yeah what? yeah teams of we tell people six but I, i'm never Ooh. gonna be like hey you got eight you got to get out of here and not spend we could money do a team of six pretty easy yeah mm-hmm. you could do a team of 50 i wouldn't care as long oh. as you're all buying beer oh, there you go. <laughs> right. so and then there's an audio round and there's a picture round and the picture rounds usually either incredibly difficult where I don't know any of them or I know every one of them. If it's a movie poster round, mm-hmm. like I got it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause I don't, I don't look at the questions beforehand so I can kind of play in my head just for, to keep me invested in it, sure. you know? Yeah. And then the audio round it's hit or miss on, it'll be a category like back to school playlist. It has nothing to do with school. I have no clue why <laughs> they picked that as the name, but you know, some of them are love songs or nineties hits or they'll do like a, It'll be like a cover of a popular song, but it's on piano. And then you have to tell me what song it's covering. Oh, what so, time did you say it was? Seven. Seven o'clock. Sounds like a good time. Sure I've never I've never got to do it, so I mean we need to get up there some Thursday yeah, we need night. To check it out. And then the the winning team gets their uh, their name on our seven dollar plastic trophy for a whole week. Hell yeah. Neat. So Hell yes. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. We gotta come up with a team name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, I appreciate the puns just for yeah. the. Gotcha. We could probably come up with a lot of them that would be inappropriate. <laughs> I've had to tell people trophy. no. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I to tell had, people I'll no. Have people too that they'll just pick something they want to hear me have to yell out into a crowd eight yeah. times. Oh, yeah. what yeah. was that one? Uh, something and find out. Oh, run, run around and find run out. Around. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. we can't use the other, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Spell yeah. the pH. There's not normally kids there, like, but we are, and we're try to be as friendly family friendly as possible well, that means we can't bring our friend from gerard because he's got language issues no yeah <laughs> we play some video games and uh some I mean, of us got put in timeout for saying I mean, bad things i do offensive. tell people it's still a bar so bring your kids at your own risk mm-hmm. you know right, what i mean right. but like i also like i want to have a place on like saturday afternoon if you've got your kids with you and you want to come order a pizza and have a beer you don't feel like you have to find a babysitter so you for pizza. Uh, no but you can bring it in oh, you can have okay, it delivered okay. yeah oh. All right. And uh, Yancey's been known to say some screwed up shit. But y- yeah, me. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you uh, you have outdoor seating there too. You have like a little, uh, I don't know, yeah, patio patio yeah. there on the outside. Yeah. So I mean, are you In kidding the summer me? Summer is pretty brutal, but uh, <laughs> yeah. nice nice evening. Have some pizza delivered to you and drink beer and play trivia. I mean, that's driving home, America. Yeah, I don't know the Pino. <laughs> <laughs> See now, it's me, right? Yeah, yeah it's me that says things. Yeah. She knows exactly who I'm talking she about. She's a Pino. Yeah, he's the one that came up with it, Justin. <laughs> it's funny, Filipino. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard him called that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it's ingrained now. You can't change. It's literally what part of the he's vernacular is ingrained. Yeah, hops and oh, shit. It's true. You don't realize you're building for that. We're talking about my wife. So yeah, There's, I was a yeah I was a. I didn't want to jump into she's that. Asian. <laughs> she's what? Asian? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is Filipino Asian? Uh, it's like half. and It's a lot of Spanish. A lot of Spanish, yeah. It's in that, a lot of Spanish. It's in that realm, right? I'd say, I'd say it's like half Spanish, half Asian. I was watching it? a deal, a little miniature deal on the uh, 
little people. What was the uh, the the leaders of Philippines for years? Uh, not Mandela. Oh, uh, is it uh, Ferdinand Marcos? There yeah, it is. Yeah, and they do have a. They don't look like the Asians on the mainland. They have that definitely got mm-hmm. some Spanish influences in there for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we get real close to being uncomfortable around here. <laughs> You're, you chose wisely not to say anything. Yeah. So what else we got going on? <laughs> um, we're trying to think of what other events. I think we're we had our meeting, our weekly meeting this week to think of stuff. We've got Neawalla coming up. Oh, yeah. So basically up in That's between now and Neawalla. Pretty much the only thing we focus on is that. Last year we did more. We did as much in sales the week of Neawalla that we did the entire month of January. I mean, you're a prime really? spot right yeah. there. And we so we the patio for the main the grand parade we give up to as a fundraiser auction to the main street foundation oh, that's which cool. that's uh, i don't you know maybe uh no, go ahead an interested uh city commission candidate would be interested in this my idea but i i really feel like if you which i, I think you like for anything even if it was 11th street because i know you're 11th street guy more mm-hmm. than downtown but like independence has a main street sub person and that's all she does is those two streets, businesses on those two streets, including us. Mm-hmm. And she's in charge of the patio and she does a, her name's Tabitha Snodgrass. And she does like, and she is busy constantly. Um, but I think, I really think there's a value in having, if there's a specific part of town that you're trying to develop, having someone just in charge of that part of town or mm-hmm. even downtown to do it. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, she. But we we give up the patio as a auction item for their fundraiser every year, so that people bid on it and they get uh, food from Dickie's Barbecue, and then they get. Um, That's probably a good fundraiser for them. Yeah, and it's I think like this year didn't go as much, but last year I think it went for like several thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Um, Jeez. As I told you the other night, it hurts me to say that I think Independence is beating us right now. We At watched least on that kind of stuff. We still up their ass in that football though. So we we watched <laughs> that <laughs> painting. At that park thing, go for yeah, well over a thousand. We went to the uh, <laughs> monkeys in the moonlight. What was it? Monkeys in the moonlight. That's brothers. probably what it was. Yeah, <laughs> the, it was, uh, uh, the zoo fundraiser, zoo, zoo yeah, whisper zoo? of the lions, yeah, yeah. something so, like that. The I, howling of the wolverines. I went to, <laughs> so I was there. I was there later on in the day. I got there late because I had to coach uh, a shit. soccer game, my kid's six year old soccer game. But I took a picture with the lion yeah. and texted so the fire I. guys that I bought it. Oh and yeah, I had him going for about six minutes. That I bid on it. Drop three grand that on this, a, boys. That was a damn fine time. I bid yeah. four hundred dollars on it. I got intoxicated. I did. <laughs> I, I your wife locked the window out on me on the way home. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I would have loved to have had enough money to buy both those lions and put them on both sides of they got the fire department, of them damn like things. where the trucks come out. That would know? have been yeah. amazing. They yeah. got six of them damn things, you know. Yeah. Let's make let's make some of our own. That sounds like you a know what we need video. lines. We need little tornadoes like that. Somebody actually <laughs> messaged me right before I came in studio here that they had a couple 3D printed. You know who you are. <laughs> they had a couple of little ones 3D printed. Lions? Yeah. yeah. We need so, to start having some, some uh, cement uh, tornadoes. You know, you make the, the mold. Make it out of ravens like, or something. Make yep. it out of foam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any events going on up there to do with wood? I'm good with the wood. Uh, not currently, <laughs> but I am always open to suggestions. So he can right. make you some real sweet shit for the old brewery. Sweet there. shit, nice. You need to That's come my look tagline. at it. You haven't been in yet, isn't that what you? I have not, but I'm going. You to. You need to come look at our bar top. It's actually pretty, 
legit cool because it's made with, I think, I can't remember if it's seven or ten different types of wood, and they're all different strips, and we stained and sealed it oh, on top of it. That's so it's cool. just several different colors. That's cool. I bet they got some of that speckled sycamore in it. Spalted sycamore, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have yeah. him show you his uh, cornhole board sometime. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Real nice. Real nice. Real nice. He wants you to ding the bell for the cornhole yeah. board. There yeah. you go. It's like, no, we, we do like to throw the sack occasionally. They got a uh, they got a uh, cornhole tournament coming up on... Uh, we would lose so bad. During the October uh, 14th thing. We're doing the uh, barbecue um, challenge. The... Uh, the brew brews. fest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brew fest. yeah. You guys going to be there for that? Yeah, we'll be there. Talked to uh, Miss Westbrook last week about it. So she's it's awesome coming she here seemed, next week. Yeah. She seems to be a part of that. We will uh, be down there competing with our meat. Mm. Yes. Nice and wood. <laughs> I'm bringing some wood. I will say. So I had we had a uh, bringing cinnamon rolls. The <laughs> Independence Chamber came for an event at the brewery, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, what's going on?" And I part of it was like, "Hey, we're going to be at the Coffeeville Brew Fest," and I go. This is easily the coolest thing I think Coffeeville does every year. And everybody started laughing because this is independence people. Oh, you know? really? They and got I, beef, do they? Yeah. Do what? They got beef? I think, every, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's a, that's a whole other subject about an outsider seeing it. They got that know? Neowalla cackle going on. Well, they kind of like <laughs> chuckled and I go, bunch I'm of, not bunch of making heads. a joke. It literally <laughs> is the coolest. I go, it is so cool to do it. And so, I mean, I'm trying to get the, the indie money down here for that. For Man. Mm-hmm. I go, you guys need to go to it because it is... It's done right. It's very well organized. If they need to mm-hmm. come to the brew fest or maybe go to the hospital, they could also come here. If they need something other than just a clinic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got something they can't wash off, come on down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had a really good turnout last year. Um, I mean, the little um, pocket park is where they have it there at what are, what are those corners, Justin? Help me out. Is that eight? That is eight. And, and, post office. Uh, eight to Willow. Eighth and Willow. Yeah, Willow. it's right there opposite of the post office, like you yeah. said. But, um, Pocket Park, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, the Union Pacific yeah. Pocket Park, oh, that yeah. parking lot right there. They like to keep it in pocket. Right. All but, right. Uh, I mean, that sucker was filled up with, you know, beer vendors and whatnot and the peoples. And then along 8th Street there, they had the cornhole tournaments where that was set up. And then Willow is where they had the barbecue event. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it was there was a lot of people there. They, I don't know what the final head count was. But I think like 500 or something. I, yeah. That's that's probably pretty They've good got a, assessment. Uh, a singer coming this year that I can't remember the name right now, but I heard him playing over at Carthage when Cher? they sang over there. No, <laughs> it's a Sorry. one-man band, but you wouldn't know it. Dude sings. You'll like the shit out of him. I guarantee you'll like him. Awesome. That's Derek cool. probably won't, but what? Hell, I where does that come name. from? Why would I not like him? Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Let me look up his name. Please explain to me, Yancey. Do that. we have such a well, odd, I have such an odd taste in music that I, I wouldn't like the I gentleman? think he's getting to the point where uh, he's saying that he's not 90s hip-hop, so mm. he doesn't think that you would like him. Or when, thrash when metal. Am, when am I the or 90s so hip-hop guy? Well, ago you got, all, you got all moist about the... He said 90s hip-hop, and you're like, oh, yeah. That's and my you, second favorite behind oh, I had a, hard rock. But when you were listening to it when I got here. I had a lady leave, and we did... Well, actually, I think... So I had 90s... Uh, I was playing... I think just '90s, and it was "Bitch" by Meredith Brooks. Oh no, clutch mm. your pearls! Yeah, it happened. I, I had a like, turn like, oh my and gosh. it was great because she was with like six other women of her of similar age, mm-hmm. and I walked up and I go similar, similar age, and I go did and I go, purple hair color. Yeah. I go, did she leave? And they all just they had a weird look, and they're like, yeah, Jeez, like, she's they like, were just like, oh my. Bye. 
But this, it was. Well, anyway. she is a bitch and a lover. This guy here, he's on the uh, on the Apple Music. He may be on the uh, subpar uh, things like the uh, Android stuff. Mm. But mm. Uh, uh, Wesley Allen and the Modern August. Okay. Hmm. I'm very much into the uh, Wesley Allen and the Modern August. What the hell is that word? Uh, August? Yeah. Uh, J- Jason and the Argonauts yeah, are coming, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. It's not Tupac, but I think I could still like it. <laughs> yeah, Yancy, Yancy, Derek, that guy over there, uh, he either listens to, like, you know, uh, freaky fresh hip music or, like, you That's walk in bullshit. and dudes, like, thrashing against his, the wood. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hey, which, makes oh, like corn, cool. which makes yeah. sense that you like corn, which makes sense because corn is the perfect mix of a freaky fresh and heavy metal. Hold on, like a lot of angry corn running thing. in circles. Yeah, I right. thought he was going somewhere dark. No, corn's good music. I like corn. So that's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's not bad. What kind All of music right. you listen to, Mister Box? Um, it de- it depends. Like my pan- be careful because you'll get judged heavily. I, yeah, yes, okay. we will. You can. I'm waiting you your me. response. Yeah. I have uh, like my Pandora probably has like four stations that are in pretty regular rotation, depending. Yeah. But so I have uh, uh, Tyler Childers is one. Okay. I really, okay. And I I will tell you why. You'd like this I, modern guy then? Okay. Well, and uh, and the reason I like this new. Uh, like I don't know what you call it, like out because I don't. You consider heard about that. his controversy. I I do, but I like it too. And I'll now. I don't believe that story. So anyway, go ahead. Well, we uh, the reason I like I got into him was like I, I discovered him on some other place. You know, like my Turnpike Troop, Turnpike Troubadour is my other one, mm-hmm. and because that's more of to me like my regional from Texas to Oklahoma music right, that I grew right. up with oh, in great. college. There's somebody in Missouri right now getting all. Well, excited. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> and then I found. Uh, Tyler Childers, and then that led me to more like Sturgill Simpson and yeah. uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Lonely Dog Street Band, I think is on there quite a bit. And then uh, Sierra Farrell, have you heard of her? No. So she's from Colorado, but she is very twangy. She sounds like she sounds like her music's from the 40s, sort of, but she's okay. 22, you know. Hmm. And uh, But I, I like it because I was listening to it one day, and uh, I was in the gym, and I was telling my fire captain who's in there working out with me, and I go, I, I was listening to, and I cannot remember which one, which Tyler Childers song it was. It was the one where he says, uh, uh, whenever I get good and sober, I'm leaving West Virginia for a while. And I said, I loved the contradiction between the, because the, I, and I listened to normal or like pop country, top 40 country on the radio quite a bit too. But I love the contradiction between the two because the pop country one is about getting drunk and then mm-hmm. his is about getting sober. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that that difference because I think there's a lot more people in a day-to-day struggles, instances, whatever, or frustrations that can relate more to the guy who's trying to figure out stuff as opposed to the person who's like, everything's a good time. And I'm like, not every one of my days is just every day is a good yeah, time. There's right, a lot more yeah. frustrating days than it feels like once you hit a certain age. But so that's And then I have Turnpike. As my mm-hmm. other one, and I, I think that'll be a, that's going to be a band when I'm old that I tell you know my kids are going to have all my records right and, and stuff like that. Or they just them. they just started doing concerts again because old, old old dude got uh, sober and like I, you were just saying. And I saw them in Oklahoma City. We went and saw them, and they had only been coming back for maybe a year, and it was such a. And I go, I don't know, I don't even know what the guy's name is. I know exactly I, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can't remember. And I said, I go, what a cool moment because they played in the Oklahoma City Thunder's arena. And it's sold out for Turnpike Troubadours that I saw in college at the Blue Light on Broadway Street in Lubbock, Texas, in front of 200 people. And yeah, they had cool. just come out with their first album, and it was like 
packed in this little tiny bar back mm. in this had been 2010 I guess and then I saw him again in North Carolina when I lived in Carolina and then I saw him in Oklahoma but the Thunder Arena is all the way sold out and he's out there and at one point he goes out there by himself and sings Diamonds and Gasoline and I go what a cool comeback story for him yeah. because he had to hit he got you know from understand he got divorced he had uh couldn't he would he couldn't finish his shows because he was drunk before his show started yeah. and he'd walk out there and he couldn't sing the words. He was falling asleep, standing up. And so the band had to cancel all their tour and had to break up. And, and then every, I was like, well, that's the end of the, the band. And then now you fast forward two years, like probably like three years later and he sold out the thunder arena. And it was just neat. Cause I'm, I have no vested interest. I don't even remember what the guy's name is, but it was neat as an outsider seeing like that moment of the full, peak like the third act of the movie yeah. well because uh, it was know. a known thing that he was you know struggling with you know a substance and, and alcohol and everything and then to see you know like the phoenix rise or whatever yeah. you know not to make it too profound but i mean to see the guy make a comeback like that it makes you it makes you not feel like uh like like oh i like this band but you know they're a bunch of pieces of shit mm-hmm. and you're like but like i feel you know you feel a little more connected about to Molly it. Crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you watched that documentary? No, yeah, I don't Netflix? have that kind of Netflix money. Dude, it's it's Wild. very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And you know, I, I've said this before to you guys, I think, but like music, um, I have some bands that I like or whatever, but I honestly like I'm not a country fan at all, but I like basically anybody that you can easily tell is super talented at music. Like one of the most impressive things that I've ever seen live is for work years ago we went to Nashville for like this big national show whatever has something to do with this but we got free tickets to the grand Ole opry which i would never be interested in usually but we went there and there was a kid there um i played saxophone all through school so i'm Mm. big into (laughs) 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 derek Derek g i'm big into um people that play instruments and i like big band stuff but Mm -hmm. there was a kid there that was 22 years old that um was probably the most amazing person on an instrument i've ever seen and they announced him at the end and said that kid 22 years old was a certified master which i'm not even sure how that happens certified master in seven different instruments like apparently you cannot get any better than this kid was on seven different instruments it was like steel guitar um like trombone trumpet like all these different instruments seven different ones and he played all styles of music. Some people there. got that shit. It, it is not. It me. was. Mm-hmm. It was probably one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Live. I think it's cool when you meet somebody that no matter what they're doing, they're the best at it. Yes. It was just like so. There's a guy at the fire department, and it's uh, Todd Hayes, and his daughter is a shows rabbits. She's like a two-time national champion rabbit shower. Really? Like I don't, and I'm like I don't, I'm I didn't do 4-H, and I don't, I don't, I don't. If you ask me anything about that, I have zero clues. I can and, pet the hell out of a rabbit, and that's about all it. I can yeah. tell you, it is a rabbit. Yeah. You yes, know? he can sex the hell out of a rabbit. And then uh-huh. I, t- what was that? You sex him. He looks him. Tell what kind of. You're saying it's a oh, thing. See again, it's a thing. I'm so used to him going down this dark hole that <laughs> I, what I hear is different than what he actually says. I just I heard the word trying to enlighten people. Yeah. He, oh, he I heard the word sex and rabbit, and I'm thinking, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> like it was one time, and I, sh- I told you that in confidence. That's right. That's <laughs> you right. Made a, you but... made a terrible, good story terrible. Me? 
Well, then he so last week he goes, I'm going to this rabbit conference. Grab his 20, ears. He goes, there's 25,000 rabbits going to be at this conference. Jeez. And I go, after the weekend, there's going to be 4 million. Because I'll yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I go, is it weird that I go, is it weird that your daughter's the best in the world at something? That is crazy. I go, you know, I mean, yeah. even if it's just the thing, but it's something she's passionate about. But, that is cool, though. And I go... Because you know, a lot of times you value like that guy's the best in the world at basketball, or that guy's the best in yeah. the world at don't singing. Say, but don't it's... talk about football; I get shit lit up in here. <laughs> <laughs> best in the world, right there, son. Yeah, I know. I knew that was coming. <laughs> so, but hey, but I, stuff like that. Whenever you see somebody that's yeah, like that, really their neat. brain clicks in a different way than your brain yeah. does, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're like, that's I do the same thing with professional sports. I'm not big on any like certain team because there's so many like. To make it in the NFL or NBA or whatever, like there's so many like oh, amazingly yeah. talented people yeah. on different teams, like crazy I, talent. Mm-hmm. So I do the same thing with my daughter. I, I say this story. It didn't quite happen like this, but it kind of did. She went in her room one day and she come back out knowing how to play the guitar and the ukulele. And I have no idea how the hell she did it. I know at one point I heard her back there, you know, making noise and stuff. And I, I bought her, uh, <laughs> I bought her, I bought yeah. her a ukulele. Uh, what do you call that, Yancey, with the chords, little plastic sheet with the chords? Oh, yeah, just a, like, just a chord chart. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, that's cool. And then she went back in the room. Memorized and then the next thing I know, she's singing and she's going to Carnegie Hall here in a few months and she's going to sing at Carnegie Hall. And I'm Super like, cool. I'm like, that how is really cool. Fuck, did that happen? Yeah. You know, she just went back there and started, and we buy her guitars, and she's like, cool, and takes it back there, and she does something with it, and she can play it. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. Much different than what I did in my room on my yeah. own. Hey, come on, man. Don't run another kid story. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's neat when somebody's really good at something, and you're like, mm-hmm. damn, or, that's cool. like, not to move the subject back to fighting, but, like, I love, like, I actually love Floyd Mayweather to watch, and he's incredibly boring if you don't, like... Boxing, yeah, right? I get it. Because you're like, yeah. this guy won't ever hit him. And I'm like, yeah. but if you slow, if you have like a, you should watch a video where they like break down sections of it and like what he does and how he moves and where he puts his, because sh- every position of like his shoulder is for a specific reason and right. his head's a specific reason. And, uh, you know, he fakes this punch to set up this punch the next round yeah. and yeah. things like that. Or there's a, People video. don't realize how much goes into yeah, that. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I think the reaction, we, you know? we all became so accustomed to watching guys like Tyson, Tyson who yeah. was just forward, forward, forward all yeah. the time, just a bulldog Attack. that was just going to yeah. And even the then, you all can the, all the time. watch him, like clips of him where if he's fighting somebody taller, you know, he comes in with a jab, but he when he j- jabs, he always steps in with his left, ducks his shoulder, you know, his, his head's to the right, and then he takes a step with an overhead punch to get with it. But if he's fighting the next guy, that jab's in a different spot because he's not coming over the top with mm-hmm. the, the uh, like, to, to create those angles to land them, you, you know? know, or it's, you know, side when it to comes side to, angles. When it comes to boxing, I honestly think it's easier to visualize how much talent is in some of those guys when you watch their practice. Oh, yeah. Like, when you watch the those guys hitting pads and stuff, you're like, holy shit, right, that because guy's fast. You see them, you see, like, the fighter, and then you see, like, quote unquote a normie yeah <laughs> so yeah. like even tyson at 53 or 54 yeah, however dude, old crazy. he was when he was getting ready to fight um roy jones roy jones yeah. mm-hmm. so he was on justin and i like heard him on rogan and we're like mm-hmm. that guy sounds like he's about ready to just explode because yep. he's like i'm tired of you know what he called himself a bitch and all this other stuff yeah. you know like i'm just you know he just 
Was it more it like just, a bith? It was, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just pent up. You could tell, and so there was a video of him training, Oof, yeah. and the guys got the pads, and it's oh, just yeah, like this guy's crazy. fifty whatever 54, years old, and he's yeah. just destroying these pads, and it looks like he hasn't missed a step. Like there's yeah. so much power there, mm. and just to see him, you know, like I said, training with just a normal person, and just you know those pads flying backwards. It's it's different. It's like whenever you see football players on the field with oh, other football yeah. players. You're like, yeah, yeah. just a bunch That's of normal-sized Qu- dudes. Quarterbacks normal in practice. They're freaks of yeah. nature out there. You go to like an NBA game, and it's, you know, you're like, oh, they're all about the same size. But then you yeah. see somebody that's like 6'2 out there, and you're like, that guy's looks like a child. Know, looks like a little kid, like yeah. you said. And the rest of them are, you know, six, seven to seven feet tall. I yeah, mean, like he just made 23 pointers in a row. That's weird. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> with someone trying to keep him yeah, from yeah. making 23 right. pointers. And it's right. the same thing with like football and quarterbacks. You watch them practice, and they're like, oh, they just threw a ball 50 yards and hit mm-hmm. the same exact spot 10 mm-hmm. times in a row. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my favorite. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my father-in-law played college football, uh, which is also, he was a quarterback at, it was LCC, was Lubbock Christian College. Uh, you talk about like a like date like hey I'm here to date your daughter. It's like well let's go play catch and he was oh, you know shit. he's like he's he's in it but he, at the time he was you know 50 and he is like and he's the nicest human being I've ever met. I mean I have my I better preface that before I get too far. <laughs> I know where this is going. The, uh, <laughs> I mean well, but he wasn't being mean. He was just but firing his, it in oh, there. But he, huh? Yeah, but he wasn't yeah. he wasn't picking on me. Mm-hmm. But that was like a, I was like oh yeah you got a pretty good arm and I'm like shaking my hands <laughs> yeah. afterwards because he's we we went outside and the wind blows in Lubbock anyway yeah. and he is yes, gunning it correct. twenty yards in the wind and me and my brother in law we can't get it back to him. In the wind, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, so catch, that's like catching an act like your hands don't sting really yeah, bad. When you right. catch it. And he, you know, he didn't get close to playing pro ball or anything like that. And you're yeah, like, that's, that's insane. Yeah. You we, know? We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Every NFL team has 53 men on it, mm-hmm. and every one of those guys, even the shittiest dude on the practice squad, still that's amazing. just barely playing, was Johnny Football, a number one hero in his hometown. Yeah. yeah. You know, and now like, and maybe oh, the best he's not ever. even on the yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was the guy. When yeah. he goes back to town, they're still like, yeah, he's oh, still yeah, the he's man in his town. Right. I remember when you threw for seven thousand yards one night. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. that Al Bundy thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Al Bundy. It's very true, yeah. man. But when you put him up against all the other superstars, yeah. it, it changes. We'll get called for like a smoke alarm at the dorms, and so what kind of smoke? Yeah, alarm. <laughs> and, uh, okay. We will. Yeah. I don't know. I just show up to yeah. put it out. Yeah. So, um, but we'll. You know, the kids will be outside some kid while we're, with the fire. we go in and reset the alarm or whatever. Oh my gosh! Like it's amazing. Like these kids are JUCO kids. Yeah. That oh big. There's some big. Boys oh, it's a, down there. Oh my gosh! Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they all say hi to us every time. Yeah, know, they're all and, real nice. Yeah, yeah we went to was, a lot of the bas- the Raven basketball games last year. And you're like, look at that. That guy looks pretty tall. And then you like walk down court level and he walks by you're like jesus Christ, yes. that, yeah that guy's really tall insane yeah and yeah. Co- you know it's it's you know I, I had the delusion when i was 18 of like i think i could play college football <laughs> and at 30 i'm like i could not have played college football yeah. there's zero chance yeah. yeah even some of the older guys that go back like you know like jerry rice or emmett smith or whatever they'll be you know on the sidelines and i've heard guys like that say the game is just so much faster than it it ever was it's bigger and it's faster you know you they forget or or 
you know, they see how fast these guys are going. They're just like, I don't know if I'd want to play in the modern era. We we talk about how much softer the game is. You can't, you know, this and that with a quarterback or whatever. But I mean, you have to, you have to face the fact that, I mean, these are the most elite athletes, 1600 of them in the league at one time. You know, that's a very, very unique fraternity of, of human beings in one place. If you ever decided you want to try again, I'm sure you could probably play for the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I suck. Cool. All right. Has anybody got anything they want to close with? We got almost an hour here out of the uh, beer drinking, firefighting, uh, ass whipping man. I do. I have one last question about beer that I was wanted to ask earlier. What What do you guys? I'm not. Maybe struggles not the right word, but what's one of the most difficult stages of making beer? That like you, the process of making it. Yeah. Like, is it coming up with the flavor? Is there some point I will, in making it that's I, and i know we we talk about like people who are really really good at stuff mm-hmm. tim is legit um like his brain the way it works with his recipe formation is very impressive yeah and if you go do a brew day with him like i've because i can't i can't do that right. but i've done like one or two brew days with him and had him walk me through the steps and it is so analytical and it is precise of like i want this amount here at this time and this temperature Science to it yeah. because he um the flavor profile is based on the grain that you use. Mm-hmm. He he wants it in a certain order, certain amount, like ratios, because you can make a different mm-hmm. beer with different ratios of different types of grain, and right. it's the same grain. It's all two-row barley for the most part, unless you're making a wheat beer, but it's how roasted or how malted that process is. If you get a darker beer or a lighter beer, it's mm-hmm. with the same. The color comes from the grain. It's just how roasted it is, but... Um, and then the temperature of the water it goes in will affect how much of the sugar gets pulled out. And then the fermentation temperature will affect the off like flavors or off flavors from the yeast when it puts out extra chemicals, it, like if it'll put out extra chemicals whenever it's fermenting. So you can have like a off flavors you can't get rid of if you do it at right. the, if it gets too hot or too cold or stuff like that. And mm. so it's very, very, to me, that's very impressive Mm -hmm. because i can't do that there's a lot of temperamental factors and like with this with like uh in i I say mass production but production on like a smaller level you got to have that consistency because you don't Mm -hmm. want somebody to get one batch and then they're like hey i really like that different they go back to the store and they're like that doesn't taste anything like the you know and that's the same product and a lot of it's mental anyway because you i can say oh did you get the hints of blueberry in that beer and you'll go yeah i think so and i'm like well you shouldn't have <laughs> you know <laughs> there wasn't say, one not, damn blueberry yeah, exactly. one of them guys, yeah no. that so, was our jalapeno beer why did you get blueberry <laughs> yeah so i mean it's a little mental on it but that's why you, you know, so what you you're can, saying is you just have to know what you're doing basically yeah <laughs> and i don't like I, I can i can tell you that that is past my expertise level but like I, my part of the the business part of it is like, I like keeping like doing the, I do the permits and I do the, you like that shit. Huh? I like, yeah, I like Eesh. the, like the ideas or building parts of it too. And it's, it, it's, it's been hard. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to sh- like, it's been incredibly, this has been the hardest thing I've ever done is try to navigate between mm-hmm. like getting it open in a small town and then, uh, COVID and the road, our road got shut down for three months or six right. months. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. was rough. And then, um, it's been, I mean, there's just, it's just, there's been a lot of bad luck with right. some stuff yeah. that you have no effect on. And I know everybody's goes through it too, but yeah. so, but part of it is like, I just try to find things to get excited about again mm-hmm. with it to get re excited. Like you get, you know, like I painted the sign on the outside of the wall, like the big, 
you know arrow that if you drive yeah. by our building you see it i did that with, a, That's really with cool. a paintbrush yeah. and a ladder for it took me 20 hours to do it and I go, but I enjoyed it because I was making something and it's, you know, like I can be proud of that work. So for sure. that's eye catching too. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the hardest part by. is the trodge of the day to day. Call this person, call this person, call this right. person, wait for this person to call you back. So when you're not at the uh, fire station, you're at the uh, brewery. Not, and I've, we've tried to take a step back cause my kid's six. And so we've, we've taken on some new partners that are going to take on some of the roles, but yeah, before it's been a lot, I mean like a, like probably honestly between the tap room and extra stuff, probably 30 hours a week at the brewery mm-hmm. and then another 48 to, you know, whatever, like three, you know, three full shifts at the fire station, two to three 24 hour periods at the fire station. And then, you know, two to two to three Dang. shifts at the brewery plus outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I've like, I'm trying to step back from that a little bit so that I don't have to miss T ball or miss just mm-hmm. days with my, cause I just have, I, we have one, we just have the one. So I just, yeah. I want to make sure I, he doesn't. So for father's day, they were doing the, like fill out this thing for your dad for like, what is something, like, what's your dad's favorite thing? And he goes, spending time with me. And he goes, what's something oh, your dad says all awesome. the time. I'm going to work. I won't see you tomorrow. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, man. It's like, oh, Damn. that's rough. rough. Yeah. So I'm trying to be more available when I can be. I won't so, see cool. you tomorrow. Yeah. So and I was like, quit being a whiner. <laughs> really? You like up. the Nintendo yeah. Switch? It's because dad goes to work. Right. Yeah. It's not you an Atari. See that tomorrow? Take it with me. Yeah. <laughs> Yancey upgraded his Atari. Lit. Yeah. Lit. I, yeah, I did. Yeah. Finally, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't upgrade the Atari. Just the game. Sorry, just the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the one that upgraded after the other one bounced off the floor a few times. (laughs) (laughs) How well did that bounce? Quite well, actually. (laughs) Quite well. Megan Uh, seemed to be disappointed. Whatever. In you or just? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for showing up. And, yeah, uh, for sure. yeah, thanks for having me. Hopefully, you beat some people up again next year. We we really <laughs> enjoyed that. I am signed up for it. So, and I think we're definitely going to hit the uh, travity, travity, yeah, <laughs> the trivia, trivia, yeah, trivity, trivity night. So that's the thing. I say words that nobody knows what the hell they yeah. are. But he makes a meaning to them and keeps using them anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, man. Well, uh, hope you enjoyed this show and uh, your uh, your. Uh, Homework is to go drink beer at Indie Brew Works, not start fires, and oh, yeah. uh, watch him beat up people in Tulsa in a few months. It's good mm-hmm. homework. That's not bad. And then your regular homework is to go over to the website, wkopodcast.com, and buy some shirts or something, leave some money, you know, do something for the good, and share share the podcast with all your friends and family. Right. You can listen to all the episodes there yeah. at WKO Podcast. Not all also. the episodes, yeah. yes. They're all there. Mm. Uh, we've already set a date, maybe kind of, for the next camp out next year. So if you know, you know not well we won't see you there all right bye